All right, we're back, everybody. June. June. It's June. It's June. Summer, is, summer in is, session. is in session. Yeah, yeah. summer is summer in is session. In session. session. Jeff session. session. Piece of shit. Let me tell you something about these politicians. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck That's em. what I'm going to say. Okay. I don't hold back on here, you know? If you want up me to hold back, you're going to have to fucking go somewhere else, all right? Take your... I'm going to be on the soapbox for mo- most of the podcast, period. Just the way it is. It's just the way it is. I don't hold the fuck back. I'm on a pedestal. I'm on a fucking soapbox. I don't give a shit. What the man wants me to say, I do it my way. I'm pissed. I'm fucking pissed, okay? I'm pissed off today. I'm fucking pissed. Don't even get me started. You know, if you just don't have an audience, like, compared to any other podcast, like, people really are not going to put you as a priority. It's kind of funny how, if you think about if you have a big podcast, nobody's going to like be like, I'll reschedule or I'm going to, you know. I don't know. I'll have to fit that. It's just going to be like a number one priority if it's like a big podcast, obviously. But, and I just kind of get bored of not, if, I guess that's why I have a guest here and there because I just like get bored of myself. And I don't really hardly ever even want a guest, so. You know, these people that, like, I guess I was thinking about. You know, there's all these podcasts where they just kind of interview guests. Like, there's that's most podcasts where they, it's just the focus is on the guest. And it's like, you know, people always say, like, this guy's an amazing interviewer. Dude, this guy's like an unparalleled. <laughs> um, And it's like, I mean, all you have to do to get that moniker is... uh. Don't say, like, anything and let the guest go. That's all you have to do. I mean, I've listened to... And I guess it's true, because, like, if you do have a guest on, that is the focus of the episode. It's not your guest is kind of there. Just, like... I guess that would be a co-host. I don't know. But uh, I just have been seeing these, like, comments on... And no offense to these podcasts, but just, like, even Rogan, Lex, Lex Friedman... Just like talking about, well, I guess if you get out, I don't know, I guess if you really dig, like, how they said Howard Stern used to get a lot out of his guests, like, oh, he got him to open up like no one else did. I guess that's a skill. But then a lot of times, if you listen, really all they're doing is just sitting there and not saying anything, which I've, I do most of the time. And I could definitely do that. But, like, I feel like, I like the ones that get, like, maybe push a little bit and get stuff out of the guest, but just sitting there and just not saying anything at all, I don't know, you know? I mean, I just don't know, um, I don't know if that take is that a skill? Like, it's just like, I guess, like, if most people don't listen in life, and I guess it's like, oh, he's a great listener, I guess that's what it is, I don't know, but sometimes I'm just like, 
Is that all it, all it is really? It's just like letting the guests go on and on and you just like sit there and go, hmm. Hmm. Like that's what Rogan does. He's like, hmm, yes. Hmm, yeah. Very interesting. Yes, very interesting. Now what, uh, you know, yes, go on. All you do is every like 10 minutes you go, hmm. Mm, mm, mm. You just go, hmm. Or you go, you don't sniff, but you go, hmm. That's like it. That's like the great interviewer skill. <laughs> He's an amazing interviewer. Like, yeah, I get if you get stuff out of the guest. But if you're just going, hmm. And like the guest goes on, is I don't know. Maybe I'm like just jealous of these guys, you know, but not, but again, I don't really want to be doing that. I, like why I, I, my view is like, why even have, I guess my podcast is more just like getting off, you know, some steam, 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 you know, getting you on know, my soapbox and letting and letting and letting and letting and letting. That's what I do. That's what I do. I just use it as, I just, <laughs> I use mine as therapy. I like use my podcast as like a form of therapy. Like. I totally, like, do, like, oh my god, I I like, use my, um, I use my podcast as, like, my own therapy, you know, it's like I go on my couch, and then I'm talking to myself as a therapist, like, and I'm picturing, like, ah, a therapist with, like, bearded old guy that goes, um, oh, tell me more about that, yeah, tell me, <laughs> That's another thing. It's like, do, is that is that what a good therapist is? Is going? Tell me more about that. Um, I guess I have had experiences where I'm like, I don't know. Um, I I feel like I would want to be guided in the right direction. Like I I probably do. I guess if your guest is being that interesting then you just not have to really say much if they're that interesting. Um, but then at that point, I'm like, why didn't the guest... Well, I don't know. Everybody has their own podcast now. Uh, you know, this is just an inside... Inside the studio about podcasts. Uh, yeah, I'll be on your podcast. You'll be on my podcast. Come on. That's kind of what they do. Like, if you look at a podcast, any podcast you listen to, Look up if that person, if the guest has a podcast, and then I bet you the host will be on their podcast. And then it's just literally like a um, pay-for-play type of <laughs> scheme. And it works that way with comedy and probably in Hollywood, too, I'm guessing, you know. Um, I mean, that's actually, like, not really moral. Like, uh, one time I... In my old job, I, I worked on a, a course about corruption or something in company policy, and it was like saying you can't really do a quid pro quo, quo thing like that. Like, uh, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours, you know? But that's everybody does that in life. How do you not do that? Everybody does that. Like, every podcast you ever listen to, they've, they're they then going to go on the guest podcast after that episode. Like that. <laughs> or like, you know... Like I said, in the amateur uh, amateur comedy world, and I've been a little tiny bit 
uh, dipping my toe in. They, like, every time there's a show, like, say someone runs a show, like, hosts their own stand-up show. They book their friends or something, or they book somebody else that has a show that they want to then get on. And then that, that usually happens. I mean, so that is, like, the entire stand, like, the, well, I don't know everything about, you know, Hollywood, but, like, the, at least the uh, comedy world seems to be pretty high on that. Like, that's all life is, is scratching someone's back and they scratch your, your, you know, it's very, a lot of scratching, a lot of back scratching, backstabbing too, and that's just a more aggressive form of quid pro quo. You stab my back, I stab yours. You kill my wife, I'll kill yours. Come on, capiche? Uh, oh, I want to be on this guy's show. I guess I'll book him on my... Like, that's how... That's all of stand-up as far as my experiences. Um, and I don't really think, like, the main... The, the actual stand-up business, like, the comedy... Real venues and real, like, Louis C.K. type, I don't know, professional comedians. You get past that, I guess you just try to get booked at real clubs and then and then you just have to impress the owner um or whoever books the club not but all the amateur shows are just i want i want to get on this guy's show i'll put him on my show um and it seems like podcasting is the same thing because it seems like if people don't have like a manager that like they will only associate with their friends you know um like i'll book my friend he books me back on his show and i don't know if that's corruption is that you know but it kind of isn't like it you know if you were totally like like a hundred percent moral you'd be like i'm not even gonna book my friends i'm gonna <laughs> but that's like ridiculous you know so it's like that's just a gray area really um, anyways, thanks for coming to the ethics, the ethics class, 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 to the ethics and the workplace seminar. seminar. Now, you don't want to do a quid pro quo, uh, scratch my back. <laughs> Everybody, uh, take a shot every time I talk about back scratching on this. Look, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours, come on. The cat kingdom knows all about that. Um... That's where it came from. No, I was going to do this fake interview myself thing. I might do that eventually. That's a joke because I, I can't get a guest anymore. Um, <laughs> but it's actually kind of hard. Um, I'd have to edit that and everything. Uh, and I don't like doing any kind of effort for this. So I don't even like... Uh, Speaking, I wish I could just like have a well, a thing that transcribed my thoughts and it came out like Stephen Hawking. Oh, it was like off camera this whole day. Yeah, my computer's all like weird. I I did this Windows update and then I had to re like it just uninstalled shit for no reason. And my camera wasn't working, and now I have to start from scratch. Or I had to figure it out. It's figured out now, obviously, but uh. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I cleaned up my apartment a little bit today. Um, 
you got to do that sometimes, you know, you're really like, uh, it's kind of like, kind of like kind spiritual, of like spiritual cleansing. cleansing. It's not just, it's a, not cleansing just a cleansing, cleansing of, your of your space. space. And I don't like and to I don't call, like it, to call it, it, it an apartment. 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 I call everything I call a everything space. space. Because that's the new thing I do is call everything a space, not a a room, not a like place. Um, now, when we're talking about your living space versus your workspace or your, um, I don't know, romantic space. Now, what do you want to <laughs> for your play space might be a little different than your just regular living space. But I like to really kind of like organize my apartment in a way where it's very um, feng shui. I just like to have a spiritual like cleanse and I just like to put an enema I, you know, in my nether region and I'll just go ahead and cleanse myself because everybody kind of th- likes to do these cleanses like, oh, I'm detoxing, I'm cleansing. But what is the more, you know, the most cleansing thing you can do is really just to go ahead and get up there and just clear out your digestion with like a nice enema, with a nice, uh, and you know, you'll be on the toilet, don't get me wrong, for like half a day at least. But that's what you want, and that's a very meditative uh, place to be. People think of like, oh, I have food poisoning, I was on the toilet for 12 hours. But what you could do on that toilet, in that space, in that, um, in that uh, relief area, um, and you can really rename your bathroom anything you want. You can call it your cleansing space because you're really cleansing and getting rid of all the waste out. You know, if you have a bidet, even better. And, uh, I mean, look, don't feel guilty if that bidet gives you a little bit of extra pleasure, if you know what I mean. Like, it does feel good. Okay, I don't really, um, I don't really know exactly what a bidet does. I'm going to have to Google. I'm going to have to go on. Bidet. Everybody kind of has one now. Everybody just started doing that. Ditch the toilet paper. Well, first of all, look, it's not because I get off on a bidet. Um, but look at this. I mean, <laughs> I mean, this is already gross. I just Googled bidet, nothing else. And Wikipedia, according to Wikipedia, bidet is a plumbing fixture or type of sink intended for washing the genitalia and anus of the human body. There you go. Well, I guess the... Tw- Wiping will do the same thing, but the genitalia? I don't think you're wiping that when you're... <laughs> what if you did? Every time I could t- take a piss, I have uh, Clorox wipes, and I just wipe down my dick and balls because you never know what environment... Like, you know, we we don't want pollen in our nose, but does that get in your, like, pee hole? Does that get in your little little guy um (laughs) you know cleanse really cleanse no just you know when we think of cleansing you know you might just think of like a meditation type of spiritual cleanse or just uh waxing or you know 
and those are great. I wax my sack every day. I make sure it's as smooth as eggs, like Dave Chappelle said. <laughs> uh, this is just, there's no way to not be a weirdo. And it might, I mean, don't get me wrong, it might be great, like, because, you know, I do hate, everybody hates getting the uh, pieces of poo still stuck in your beehole. You know, you put the tea paper, the TP up there, and you kind of try to get it out, but I mean, sometimes, let's face it, some a little bit half in there still, and it just doesn't feel like, uh, I just feel like I'm not cleansed like I should be. So I get a bidet, and, and that is a bowl of receptacle designed to be sat on in order to wash one's genitalia, perineum, whatever, I don't really know. In her buttocks and anus. Um. <laughs> uh. Now, if you're if you're a pervert, you will buy a bidet and try to act like it's just for the environment or just for the uh. You know, to be more cleansed or something. But let's be honest, it's probably a lot of gay. And now I'm not trying to like hate, uh, like make fun of gay people. But it's against God. No. <laughs> um. But they got to be using these, right? I mean, if they're going well, a lot of people um eat ass. Eat ass. ass. A lot of people lot be, of people be people eating, people eating, eating that ass. ass. And uh, they probably use one of these, right? Because you really got to cleanse. Look, I, you know, I just don't need to. I mean, just personally, like maybe I'm like a, I don't know. Everybody's a fucking freak now. I mean, there's something ne is going to happen next. Okay, now. You know, it's been for years now, not recently. I eat ass now. Now everybody eats ass. It's like, all right, first of all, there's going to be something next after that. What's the next thing? I mean, we're going down. Society's crumbling. We all know that. Society's ending. Uh... And the only way I think we can save society is at this point is to just everything is read kind of, you know, how like YouTubers are more watched than like mainstream news. We just, they just have to go, all right, that's where the news is now. The only way to really save society is just to go where everybody can be like an independent journalist or um, do their own thing. I don't know. But uh, that might not save this that I'm talking about, sex stuff. Uh, you know, like years ago, I bet nobody would even think that it would be okay to just say I eat ass because of the, like, social ridicule. Like, it was just not. And now that it's, like, acceptable to do anything, pretty much, the only thing that, like, is kind of taboo still is incest, but it's only kind of. Let's be honest. I mean, if you go on Reddit or if you go on anything, uh, 
I mean, that's kind of gaining in popularity. <laughs> and, um, you know, you cannot believe me, but just Google incest porn. And it's like the, the you know, the top results. It's gone up dramatically. And um, I don't know if that really means that's going to actually take off like incest for real. But you do see more, you know, I mean, I don't know, what's the net, what's after eating ass being the most, it's like the populist, more, like, most popular thing to, to do now, it seems like. It seems like people, like, don't do sex and they just eat ass all the time. <laughs> do you want to have sex? Oh, you're boring. But, like, what do you get out of that? I don't really, probably just, like, tickles if you get it, and then if you do it, it's just disgusting. Um... <clears throat> I mean, guys don't like to admit they would. Guys don't say they get it because they think it's gay to get that or get pegged or whatever. It's kind of the same. But if guys are, like, really vocal about I eat ass, they probably get it too, I'm guessing, and they just don't say it. And if so many people like bidets, that's kind of the, you know. I mean, that's like a logical extension of everybody eating ass is getting a bidet and then... <laughs> uh I mean, I imagine you sit on a bidet and it's just like, whoop, because <laughs> it shoots up there or whatever. Um, yeah. I don't know. The more enthusiastic someone is about it's always dudes. That's what's weird about it to me. The, the, guy, the people that I see talk and like enthusiastic about bidets are guys. Do girls love them? Do girls even like them? Oh, I guess Amer other countries use bidets. Um, <laughs> of course it was invented in France is that surprising to anybody that's probably just a posh thing to do look at this what the fuck looks like she's pissing into a bucket or something I mean what's so uh, I don't know it just seems like because they're not it seems like they would be I don't know it just seems like they would be harder to maintain and like not as effective you probably need a good one, right, to to really not have to use toilet paper. I mean, it is weird that I've only seen, like, middle-aged guys, like, rave about bidets. The female millennial market. Um, oh, so I guess it used to be considered feminine. Maybe they used it, and now guys are, like, all about it because guys are just going gay now. Like, every guy is gay now. Even if they're not gay, if you know what I mean, they just kind of are like, I like to get pegged. I like to have my wife fuck other guys. Like, that's kind of what like mainstream media is like acting like men do now. It's kind of, I mean, CNN had an article that me and my friend always talk like, where they were basically trying to frame. Cuck, cuck holding as like normal and it, and that it's good for your marriage. I don't know if it's been deleted, but uh, uh, <laughs> and you know that's kind of ironic. Um, this was 2018, guys. Uh, I found it. Cuck holding can be positive for some couples. Study says 2018 by Ian Kerner. Definitely not a guy that just d likes being cuckolded and now he's trying to, like, frame it. Like, no, this is everybody's, this is normal. 
it's not just me being a pervert. I so what if I own a bidet and enjoy ass play? Uh holding can be positive for some couples. It's not like the headline should really say some couples um some couples actually benefit from or no. I don't know how, how would you honestly like hey, cuckolding um some couples, I don't know, just, he just, fr- like, the headline itself kind of is, like, trying to defend it or something. This is just hilarious, because they're right. In our current, this is a quote, in our current political climate, the term cuck, short for cuck-servative, has become an insult of of the so-called alt-right. Um... Aimed at men, they view as spineless, as immaculate, emasculated. Well, lots of men are now. I mean, it's not about politics. The slur has its roots in the concept of cuckolding. But according to, to a recent study by David Lay, acting on cuckolding uh, fantasies can largely be a positive experience for many couples. Hardly a sign of weakness. <laughs> References to cuckolding appear in literature. This is really hard to believe. Apparent literature, and as early as the 13th century, usually in the form of male characters who fear that their child has been sired by another man during an act of... Oh, yeah. Is that... Well... Yeah, but that's like about your wife cheating. That's not... That's not at all... This like look obvious. This obvious cuckold fan <clears throat> author of this article is acting like guys that worried that their wife secretly cheated so that their kid isn't theirs is cuckolding. They're not in, but it's not guys that would enjoy that or fantasize about. Oh, what if my wife? Ooh. <laughs> if only my wife had sired. My child's sired by another man? Ooh, that would be naughty, wouldn't it? So naughty I have to shut my door and go in my room by myself. Don't interrupt me while I think about that. Today, however, cuckolding has become fetishized into a powerful sec- powerful sexual fantasy for some men. Women also share this fantasy, but less so than men. Interesting. I wonder if... So I guess the I feel like most of the wives that go along with this just wanted to cheat or just don't like the guy anymore, and they're like, "All right, fine, I guess I'll have sex with other guys." But then doing it, in fr- I can't, still couldn't. Oh God! So this guy, I mean, either he's a cuckold fan himself, or he just is doing it because he thinks, "Oh, uh, the the imaginary for the most part, all right is." Against cuckolding, the right is against cuckolding. So I, I'm, I'm gonna now defend it on CNN. Um, this oh, I don't believe I don't either. Believe. Uh, <laughs> God, I can't believe this. Indeed, the numbers suggest that cuckolding, or at least thinking about it, is more common than one might imagine. For his forthcoming book, "Tell Me What You Want," the. Lay Miller surveyed thousands of Americans and found that fifty-eight percent of men. And about a third of women had that fantasy about cuckolding. 
No, that's not true. I'm kind of picturing that Michael Peterson guy from the staircase um, <laughs> documentary writing this. Uh, just uh. Men are more likely to fantasize about cuckolding, and they do it more often, but there are a number of women who have these fantasies as well. Oh, my God. Initially viewed as a heterosexual phenomenon, so, huh, I've long gotten letters from straight couples into cuckolding, usually initiated by the husband. Oh, she knows I'm bi. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, that's kind of... I mean, it seems like women really aren't into it. If it said what I... <laughs> Interest. I mean... It's prevalent among gay men. Interesting. I mean, that's probably because they just don't settle down, though. I mean, why make this article? Why do this? Imagine if he has a wife and, and she's like, what the fuck? What? I just saw your article. Uh, you want to talk to me or what? <laughs> uh, research found for the most part, cuckolding tends to be a positive fantasy and behavior. Yeah. Yes, we did. We did. Like, what kind of research did they do? We did some research on cuckolding, and uh, we found that it was pretty fun. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm I mean, nobody, you have to, if you're, like, in a couple and you're both freaks, maybe it'll work, but, like, how, you can't act like this is health. Like, this doesn't make sense. I mean, it's agreed upon cheating or something. But listen, a word of caution, uh, for couples who do decide to move forward, it's important to take things slow. The reality of watching your spouse have sex with someone else, or knowing they're doing it if you're not there, is often very different than the fantasy. Take baby steps and keep talking. Now, what baby steps have you been taking? Oh, my God. Yeah, me and uh, Cynthia, we're taking baby steps, you know, we're going to uh, jump in feet first into the deep end here. Uh, I'm really trying it. If you know. Yeah, it's, it's fine. References to cuckolding appear as early as the 13th century. You mean guys who worried about their wives cheating? Like, yeah, of course. That would, the caveman days probably would, you know. I can't imagine that many cavemen... Being like, oh, my wife fucking up another guy. I just don't get it, man. It's by that Dan Savage guy. I think he had, like, an MTV show. I think he's gay, too. What does he know about straight couples? Like, I just hate how everything is politicized now. It's weird. Like, I don't know. I just, who has time to do all this shit? Have you guys incorporated a, a dog play? Have you incorporated puppy play into your marriage? It's very fun. You just dress as a doggy. Um, you know, maybe you could try a doggy and a kitty, or wife dresses a kitty or a doggy, and you just kind of have animal play, pet play. Uh, maybe even make your own dog house and um, litter box. You know, kind of pal around, get a sandbox, and pretend it's like a. You know, you're out in the wild. Just, like, have play. You know? Just play. Play is very good for, uh... I mean, you're like a... Just... I'm sick of these people acting like everybody is a freak like they are. Like... How many... Like, what? 15% of the globe 
would be like, I want to try cuckolding. I mean, maybe, look, I don't know. Guys are, are more feminized now, so maybe that's making people, more guys want to do that. I don't know. But, um, oh, my God. Man, the media is so desperate for clicks now. Like, uh, I don't know. Let's still talk about COVID. There's a COVID wave. Don't, hey, don't think we're out of the woods yet, everybody. Don't get comfortable yet. We got monkeypox. We got, hey, everybody, don't forget. We're still in a pandemic, okay? Click here, please. Or you're going to die. Your family's going to die, you fucking cunt. Oh, 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 do you think you're going back to normal? Your life's done again? Don't forget. Yeah, no normal. Yeah, like, that was funny, like, the whole new, no, new normal. They acted like every, well, it kind of did change everything, but they acted like, that's the whole thing is with Meta and, like, Zoom. They acted like everybody's just, well, this is life now. I mean, everybody's just not going to go outside again. They kind of, this is it. Why bother, you know? And I think they kind of like, and I, by that they, I mean, um, Bill Gates, no. <laughs> uh, I don't know, like just official government, I don't know, every, like, it's like they're, I don't know, I'm just, how is there not, like a, a cabal of elites. How is there not... I'm not saying they made COVID, but... I kind of think they wanted the whole Great Reset to happen. <clears throat> and, I mean, they're doing it. Don't get me wrong. But, um... I think... Like, just look at Meta, how he was... Act, like, Zuckerberg acts like... Everybody's just gonna never do anything. Like, the way he presents that is is it replaces life. Like, he's not going... Like, he's not talking about it like... Uh, I mean, sometimes uh, it's a fun virtual world, like video games. I mean, they're not talking about video games like they're replacing your life, but the way he talks about meta is like, oh, we this is life now. We, you know, what, you know... We're uh, going to work meetings? No, we're, you know, everybody's just going to sit with a hot headset on. And get motion sickness going on these uh, terrible 3D CGI graphics. And that's life now. I mean, we're zooming forever. Like, And I really think they were like surprised that people really got messed up mentally. And people had, you know, were anti-lockdown. And a lot of people just don't like being stuck inside and not being able to do anything. I mean, look the way China got. I kind of think they wanted or they expected it to just be like, look, everybody goes online. Everybody's no one's going to do anything anymore. And I mean, we really are. Everyone is addicted to their smartphone. Like I've been noticing like, you know, cause I'm having to commute again back to the office. And, um, I mean, on the train to, to work, everyone's on their phone looking down the whole time. I'm not exaggerating. I mean, and, you know, yeah, you're just going to work. I don't really, I'm not, I'm just not even awake until 
but I'm not even on my phone because, you know, I just don't want to be scrolling like that on my, I don't know, I just don't feel like it. And they all are just all zombies on their phones. I mean, there's nothing, uh, but I mean, we re like people really do need to be outside, get sunlight, just be around people. I mean, it's just not human to not do that. And I kind of think the, you know, builder, builder, kind of expected people to not fight it. I mean, like, I think they kind of have been like, you know, the way like Biden pivoted and he was like, we're opening up again. We're opening up. And also, hey, fund the police now. Like he just like completely, you know, took a 180 on on like restrictions on like uh I mean when Trump was in they were like masking more uh I don't know maybe I'm wrong maybe they knew everybody would hate it but uh the Bilderberg group is apparently real guys because And I don't know how they find this out if it's secret. It says here, Bilderberg Group meets in secret to discuss disinformation. And this is from a site I guess I'm having email subscription to. Uh, the first Bilderberg Group meeting was in 1954. I mean, it's real. They have a website. Uh, and this is something Alex Jones ha has talked about. And it's real. Bilderberg, I'm on the site right now. And a lot of these, they list everybody that went, so it's not secret. I don't know why they're saying it's secret, but they're, you know, they're talking about censorship, and they want to censor, you know. How do you not say that that's a conspiracy? Like, they are conspiring to dis to combat disinformation, you know? Censor, they want to censor disinsert, which is totally subjective. There's no way, there's no definition, there's no concrete. What it is is what they don't want out there. That's it. You know, I mean, how do you not say, I mean, that whole disinformation group in the White House got disbanded, thank God, because of the, because of the, everybody against it. <laughs> everybody was against that. Even people that, like, probably, you know, people that supported Biden didn't say a bad thing about him. They're all like, what is this? And now, so now they have to go to the Bilderberg group and meet about it. And another thing is, they they froze bank accounts of all those Canadian protesters. I mean, that is, I don't even like thinking about that. Like, Bill Burr talked about for years, like, he <laughs> he's, like, crazy against banks. Like, to a degree where I'm like, dude, just, you're a little paranoid. Because he talks about, like, keeping all his cash in, like, his walls of his house. I don't know if he actually did this, but with that happening, I'm like, he was right all along. Except that they could always be like, um, my thing is, what, how do they, how do you guarantee that, like, dollar bills are going to be, that they can value those? I mean, the banks can just go, sorry, we don't have, like, the run on the banks in the 20s. I mean, but, yeah, I should do what he did. Um, I remember once I sold one. I, I had a shitty car. I sold for, like, only a 1000 And I had all that cash just in an envelope, and I was like, 
this is good. I should just have a certain amount of money, like, in cash, just on hand, like, just in case. Not on hand, but just, like, bare, hidden somewhere. But I really did think, no, nothing's going to, like, that Canadian shit is going to happen. I know it's Canada, but it's right there. And, I mean, it's, it's I'm still shocked about that. Like, <laughs> I can't believe that. Like, it's it's pretty crazy. Like, it really does, it really is just blatantly, the media and el- elites, like, blatantly against people now. I mean, blatantly. Like, oh, you're going to, like, have a convoy of truckers just, like, we're just going to freeze your bank accounts and let people not able to donate. Um, that's 1984 shit. I mean, that's unpersoning all those people. Um, and yeah, I'm never going to, I'm never moving to Canada. <laughs> I mean, I've always, but you've always thought like, oh, America, you can't do it. Not going to happen here. Not going to happen here. Like coronavirus that came. Everybody was like, no. No, 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 no. Listen, this is America. No, 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 no. no, no. We, have no. We, have we have scientists. We have scientists. Bring them, bring them, you know, bring, you know, bring, you know. Bring back the Operation Paperclip, guys. We're going to figure this out. Bring the Nazis Bring the Nazis back. Fucking piece of shit. Fucking piece of shit. Fucking piece of shit. I mean, it's, it's blatantly the media and, like, they're blatantly against the people now. I mean, look at how, and, you know, people think this is trivial because it's, you know, the Johnny Depp trial. I know celebrities are annoying, but the fact that everybody's against Amber Heard, everybody thought it was a great verdict, but a lot of media, I'm actually pretty surprised about this, um, are, like, against him and think it was the wrong verdict and are painting everyone as bad like that's crazy this isn't like an election it's just a stupid celebrity I mean it's more than I would think too I thought it would be like the Jezebel website look at this like they're they're painting everyone as like um ew man what's wrong with Kathy Griffin other than being Looking like a mutant. <laughs> Kathy Griffin uh, called Johnny Depp a orange, fat, bloated booze bag. They refuse to show a picture. He looks like Donnie Trump, Donald Trump with a ponytail. Man, what's wrong with her? How do you? I just don't understand how you think she was being believable. Like, I just don't get it. Yeah, the Washington Post apparently like posted some shit about um how people are watching there's way more people watching just YouTubers that are talking about the case. And it was that I don't know, I don't want to get into all this, but they're like going uh you know, they're really not um like look at this New York Times TikTok's Amber Heard hate machine. How dare they? Defense of Amber Heard. Yeah, I mean, the the media is, like, against him. Amber Heard supporters saying they're 
facing misogyny and threats. Uh, there might be. I mean, but you know, that's just the internet. I'm sick of people like. Oh my God, this is pathetic. Look, Look at this. Vogue. Why it's time to believe Amber Amber Heard. The Depp Heard trial has played right into the hands of far-right extremist Vox. The Cut website. Why do so many people think Amber Heard is lying? No matter how damning, there's no evidence. What are you talking about? I mean, honestly, they must have got paid by her team. Like, how do you... And, and you know, it's not like the media's corrupt or anything, but uh, she's coming off looking good, someone said. I tried to be like, you know, I would just see like people were like uh, against her. And then I did watch her like testimony and all that. And I was like, there's undeniable, like it's undeniable. She's fake. I mean, it's just crazy. I mean, I'm not going all out for Depp or anything, but, like, that's, like, the, the most fake shit I've ever seen. And, like, everybody else pointed out, should we just, like, do that fake emotional thing and then f snap immediately to, I don't know, I guess Kathy Griffin just, like, only does this now. Just goes on, like, the unpopular position. Oh, God. You know, it'd be funny if, like, Amber Heard doesn't want anything to do with Kathy Griffin and Kathy Griffin's like, let's get lunch. Let's go for brunch. Let's go for brunch. <laughs> then she talks like that. Let's go for brunch. Oh my God. Are you fucking kidding me? Johnny Depp, orange Trump. You're calling him Trump. Everything is Trump to those type of people. Now, what, what should I do? I should, well, Trump, I'm going to say Trump about this. He's now just like a buzzword. He's like a Trump. Like everybody that you don't like is Trump now. <laughs> um, yeah, like I guess Bill Maher said to Joe Rogan, like calling someone a Nazi just means you like don't like them now. It's just like saying like, shut up. Oh, yeah, Nazi. Okay, fine, Nazi. Nazi, Nazi, Nazi. Just, yeah, everything's a Nazi. Diminishing. World War II completely in the Holocaust. But yeah, Bilderberg Group, man. Who knows? Too bad Alex Jones didn't try to get in there. You know what would like validate everything? Like if Alex Jones tried to get there and just got shot or something? I shouldn't have said that. I'm going to get uh, flagged. Well, this is my last podcast, everybody. I don't know what to tell you, but they finally, finally got to me. Finally, 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 finally took finally me out. Took me I've out. been saying I've the been truth saying for, the so long. for so long. And they just don't. They just don't. They just don't. They don't. It's too much. It's too much. Too much. Just, just keep fighting. Good fight, guys. Like I always, like I always say. say, and, uh, say and, uh, build build Erberg. I'll speak it. Speak it until I cannot cannot speak again. Okay. Okay. Cuckolding is good. It's good. Cuckold with your friends. Cuckold with your family. Listen, it is not. It is actually pretty healthy to do family play too. Incorporate your pets. Incorporate. Like where is next? Is one of like everybody used to like always makes one and you know. 
Nobody likes the guys that are like, oh, gay marriage, what's next? Uh, Mary, well, I really do wonder what's next after the ass-eating thing being so popular. Like, what is the next thing? Uh, piss play. Uh, poo diaper lovers. We'll see, guys. guys. We will yeah. see. We will see. We will see. Next time to see where where it went to. Where is the slip 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 the slippery slope slip Sweaty, go to the gym. Have work a twelve-hour shift. Go to the gym. Drink a whole milkshake. Come home. Eat Shake Shack. And then is when I eat that ass. Yo, I want that shit to stank. All right. I want to taste your dig on you. I'm gonna throw up. I want to fucking gag on you when I smell it. I just want to gag, yo. I want to fucking clean you out, yo. Clean your clock. Not only do I eat ass, yo, I do it all, yo. I eat shit. I eat whatever. Uh, Cause I, if I'm in love with you, I love all of you, and I want every piece of you. You know what I'm saying? Get sweaty, man. Get fucking... I just like it. I just like... Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're just exhausted. You're just fucking dirty. I just want that, man. Anyway, yeah. Let me know. Uh, yeah, let me know. And uh, I gotta go, guys. But thanks for tuning in to Eat Ass. Yeah, this is Reggie. Thanks for tuning in for sex... Uh, and other shit sometimes with Reggie. Eat that ass.